Hey everyone, this is Samantha with Redefining Caregiving. I want to start out today with telling you how I start my day. Um, there are a few things that I do every single day that I've actually managed to, to do pretty consistently that I've noticed make a huge difference in the rest of my day. And you may be already aware of these things, but I thought this is a simple thing for me to share with you. It's not going to be a very long podcast today, but it's going to be one that hopefully if you try it, you'll start seeing that your life becomes more positive feeling throughout the day. Your days will seem to start off better. Uh, and you'll go to bed feeling a little better. And I just noticed these, these subtle ways that these little things we do when we <clears throat> come into our mornings, they really make all the difference in the world to me. And I know I think it does for a lot of people because I see a lot of posts and reels and things about people giving advice. So here's my advice to you. When you first wake up, if you if you feel stiff and your body's not working real well, you feel like you just got like arthritis or muscle cramping, the best thing to do when you have that is not lay there and pop a pill and then just go back to bed because you're, it's not going to get rid of the problem. It's going to keep on come, going back to that state every single morning. So I, I kind of got tired of that. You know, years of just kind of laying there going, okay, reach for my pills, take my water and lay there and hope I have enough strength to get out of bed, right? I did that for years, but there's a new way I'm doing it. <clears throat> That's why I'm sharing it today. Okay, so what I do now instead is I look at my feet, I look at my hands and I, whatever's feeling like they're numb or not, Working well, I start rubbing them together, start massaging my hands together. I start moving my feet in circles or up and down. If that makes your feet, it makes you get cramps in your legs. Uh, one of the reasons why people get cramps in their legs is because they are magnesium deficient. So I think the statistics are like 70% of people are magnesium deficient. So make sure you're getting the glycinate is the best form of magnesium. There's six different kinds for different things, but glycinate, magnesium glycinate is the best thing for muscle cramps. So you'll want to take that before you go to bed and that can help a lot. Soaking your feet in Epsom salts and other things. You'd have to do an awful lot of that to make it change things. But anyway, I'm going on a little tangent trying to help you with the magnesium <laughs> that probably is missing in your body. The magnesium performs 300 different um, things in the body that we have to have magnesium for. So if you look it up, you'll be amazed. That and potassium are the two things I, I definitely always take. But when I run out and my legs start cramping, it's proof to me that magnesium is essential for uh, that muscle cramping to, to be under control. It's very painful, uncomfortable, but the best thing for you to do is start moving your muscles. So um, I have circulatory issues with my since COVID. So I used to put my feet up against the wall to get the circulation kind of flowing in the other way. But I noticed when I do that, I get more cramping now. So I'm actually just doing this thing where I massage my feet with my hands. I move my legs up and down in the bed just a little bit, like I'm just bending my legs and just create a little mo your blood flow. You know, been laying there all that all night long and you're not doing anything but sleeping and you're dehydrated. So the second thing I would have you do is Grab that glass of water and drink as much as you can because you've been going how many hours without water? So your body is dehydrated. They say the best thing you can do is have a glass of water next to your bed and drink it at least eight ounces of water. I mean, I try to go for like 10, 10 but I sip on it and, and drink it up. And before you do any of that, you might actually want to race to the bathroom because that's what I do first. Then I come back. But sometimes I actually lay there and do this before depending on how much I drank the night before. 
So, okay, that's a that's the second best tip you can do. And the third tip I have for you seems kind of like, okay, we were focusing on the body, but now we're doing something like making the bed. Yes, making the bed. Because what, what you want to do is, well, I would say the third thing should be, you should look outside at the sunlight for a good five minutes. Just stare out there because the science now shows that when you do that, it, set, it helps to regulate your circadian rhythm. And so if you have trouble sleeping at night, you want to turn off the, the bright lights and the cell phones and the computers and stuff before you go to bed, hours before you go to bed. And then in the morning, you wake up and you look outside at the sun. And that should help you get that regulated. Then the fourth thing I would say would be make your bed. And the reason I say making your bed is because this is the one thing I've always done consistently most of my life. But when I stopped doing it, I noticed a big difference in my, my mood and attitude throughout the day. So what I do is I just, um, even if I'm laying in bed and it's really messed up bed, you know, um, I tossed and turned all night, I will take, I have this way of uh, folding down the top blankets. I take the sheet and I pull it up straight with my arms like I'm uh, stretched out over my head and that helps me get this, the sheet kind of somewhat <laughs> organized. So if you're disabled and you want to make your bed, it does help you uh, just to get it somewhat made. And then take the second blanket, do the same thing, and then the third. And then you at least have the blankets pulled up and they're not crumpled everywhere, right? So I taught my daughters that my daughter would say, she wouldn't make her bed. I was like, she goes, too much work, mom. Like, it doesn't have to be if you actually, uh, before you, it's kind of like rinsing the dishes off before you put them in the dishwasher later. If you just rinse them off while you're there, you know, it'll make it a lot easier for you later. So laying in the bed, kind of pulling everything up and then uh, lifting up the side of the blanket and just kind of rolling out of bed. You'll see that your bed is pretty much made. At that point, you just fluff the pillows. And here's why I say make your bed. Um, you don't have to have it made perfectly, but at least if you tidy it up, <clears throat> what happens is when your mind looks at crumpled up things, science proves that you, says that you feel more of a negative state. Uh, it creates sort of a tension in, in the brain. So if you are looking at a pile of laundry, you know what that feels like. If you're looking at your bed and it's a mess, it's where you sleep and rest. It's going to give you a sense of my life is messy, you know? Um, I've noticed that, <clears throat> excuse me, every day I make my bed, I still am amazed at how good I feel afterwards. And that's also because you get a dopamine hit every time you perform a positive thing, a task. It's like people on their phones playing games, you get dopamine hits and they get addicted to these games and these likes and all on Facebook. And so, hey, how about get addicted to making your bed every day? That's what I've done. It makes a huge difference in the way you feel. And it also, number three, sets like a pace for the day. The, the first thing it does is um, it gives you a sense of like dopamine hit. And then second thing it does is it makes you feel like less irritated, you know, more calm and peaceful. And then the third thing it does is it actually... Um, sets the pace for the day in that space. So you'll see if your bed's made, you'll tend to keep the room more neat and tidy. And that theme will go throughout the day. So you get momentum. So it's like the law of attraction playing out again, where you're basically attracting more neatness and tidiness in your life, which everybody knows is a great way to stay. When things are uncluttered, your life will feel more peaceful. So that's, that's it for me to share with you today. I just wanted to give you that um, kind of process that I do in the morning. Because sometimes we just do things. We don't realize how beneficial they are. But when we do, I always, when I do, I definitely want to share it with someone. So I'm sharing it today. I hope it helps you. If you guys have any questions, i love to hear from you. Because I don't, a lot of people don't actually communicate with me. But I really would love to hear back from any of you if any of this stuff helps you. Uh, this year I'm going to be doing a lot more of practical things 
that will help you in your care for yourself. And don't forget, okay, to include yourself in the care you give by when you wake up, look at yourself and think, wow, I'm worth making my bed for. It only takes just a few seconds and it's, it's going to be amazing. You'll see. Okay, guys, even if you're caregivers out there, you can take that few, few minutes for yourself because you're establishing also for yourself during the start of the day that you matter too. And it's a reminder, just like looking in the mirror and saying, I love you. You could do that too. Add that to it. Make it four things to do in the morning. Okay, guys, I'll let you go for now. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.